0: And roll Death Brigade podcast with Randy, Rocket, Cody.
1: It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is June 27th, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good out there. This is the first show back since the hiatus. I haven't done a show at all here in June, so this will be the only show uh, that I post here in June. So we're going to make it a good one, and I hope everyone's, you know, having... You know, good uh, weekend out there and getting to relax, spend some time with family. We got Fourth of July coming up next, so hope everyone's going to be safe with that and be be careful with all those crazy fireworks and drinking and driving and being careful with that. We still got a lot of restrictions going on throughout the country in the U.S. with the uh, COVID and the new uh, variation strain that's that's now being reported. So Uh, But a lot of things here in Fort Worth, Texas have returned back to normal. We've got a lot of, uh, you know, Concerts starting to happen Just pretty much have been going on here for the last Geez the last Good three or four weeks now almost a month that I can see that a lot of the shows like at the rail club Everything's kind of getting back to normal. I know my wife is uh, gonna be going to the bullet boys show at the rail club tonight so uh, with with some friends of hers so again, like I said, there's a lot of people are just getting back to normal. You're not having to wear the mask around town. I know LA California still a whole lot of problems out, out there and uh, restrictions that people are dealing with and whatnot. So uh, hopefully things start to get back more to normal and more, more of these rock concerts start to happen. The big news going on is... Uh, Vince Neal, Motley Crue, as I've been talking all along about how I, I said I don't believe Vince Neal is going to be ready for this Motley Crue comeback tour that's been postponed twice now. Well, uh, Vince Neal has uh, has just taken, taken it to another level in terms of, I mean, just absolute stupidity is probably the best word for it. Uh, Vince Neil was performing recently in his own solo concert and towards the end of the concert during the middle of I believe it was Girls 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 song he stopped abruptly as if he forgot the lyrics or he somehow just all of a sudden his voice went out on him and shook his head a couple times and and then said my voice is gone to the crowd and that he was that, that he was he was you know that was pretty much it so and he just walked off the stage if that's not an indicator of what we're you know what I've been talking about all along that Vince is not in any shape whether it's his weight whether it's a bad hairdo he just his voice which is what is the you know that's the engine behind Vince Neal is the voice without the voice, Who cares what he looks like? I mean, without the voice, he's in trouble. So let's hope that what I had talked about before isn't true that there's going to have to be a possible, uh, maybe possible replacement for Vince last minute for the tour that's now been postponed to 2022. Of course, with Def Leppard. They've sold a bunch of tickets. And like I said, you know the proof is in the is in the pudding and and I know Vince eats a lot of pudding but the bottom line is you cannot you can't not have a voice you can't go out there in front of all those thousands of fans that are you know paid this good money and these seats are these seats these tickets aren't, aren't cheap you know so that's that's a pretty big story right there so keep your eyes out for that as i've said all along whether they replace Vince or you know they decide to at some point just say you know we can't do these shows and pull off the you know the bill and put somebody else in their place i don't know how it's going to happen but unless something drastic happens with vince this this locomotive is is going off the rails man you know it's 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 going off it's going off the track man and so uh they've got to do something they got to do something fast now i've been saying all along that it possibly has something to do with his morbid obesity which it looks like he's been trying to work out and lose some weight which kudos to him but again when your voice is no longer able to do what it's supposed to do however that happened from too much cocaine you know too much alcohol in the pipes just not taking care of yourself, whatever it is, Vince Neal is telling us loud and clear that he's in no shape to perform for Motley Crue fans. That's what he's telling you right now. So I've been saying it all along, and unless something drastic happens, I'm telling you right now, it's it's not going to be any better. It's going to be an absolute disaster in 2022 if Vince Neal doesn't pull his head out of his ass. So on with other news, uh, of course, we got the crazy Megadeth news that David Ellefson, he has been uh, ousted from the bands over some online sexual misconduct situation with a, a young woman. And they're now, uh, Dave Mustaine is removing his bass lines from the new Megadeth album that is uh, being worked on and... Fans are just so eager to hear, but now there's no David Ellison on the album. And, you know, say what you will, David Ellefson is, is a major part of Megadeth's history. I mean, he's, to me, he is half of Megadeth. Yeah, that's how important he has been to that band. And so without David Ellefson, it was the same situation when he was in a band before. I didn't give a rat's ass about Megadeth. I could care less because to me Megadeth is David Ellison and Dave Mustaine, you know, whoever the other guys are. That's cool. You know, of course, I was a real big Nick Menza fan, was lucky enough to meet Nick. He was out in my uh, 2006 House of Blues party, rest in peace. He never got to actually get back together and play with uh, Megadeth like he wanted. He wanted to to, uh, get back out and do that and Dave Mustaine basically told him to just, you know, take a flying leap. So now that David Ellison's out of Megadeth, I mean, it just gets more and more watered down. It's not the same thing as it was, once was. And it's it's just this, this story with Dave uh, Mustaine and, and David Ellison just gets weirder and weirder. So we'll see where this goes and what happens, and maybe if there's some possible type of reconciliation where they could bring him back and and put his his base back on the album. there's all sorts of people asking who's gonna replace Dave Elson in, 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 you know, in Megadeth. Jason Newstead possibly. I mean there's all sorts of names being thrown around. That's not, you know, something that I don't think even you know the people who are, who are in the band really know much. They, you know, there it's Dave Mustaine's show. He's gonna put somebody in that spot that he already knows and he knows is confident that they can, they can learn those bass lines. And uh, a whole lot of songs he's going to have to learn before they go, you know, get out and tour. And then I have to have them re-record the bass for the album. So it's going to be a big decision, whoever uh, Mustaine picks for sure. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Other news we got going on at the Metalden.com site you can check out. Uh, Sad news report we got an ex-skid row vocalist Johnny Sollinger has passed away at the age of 55 So rest in peace to him Uh, It's always sad to see a You know someone from the the rock and roll community lose their life and not be able to do the thing that they love the most Which is rock so rest in peace brother? You're gonna be missed Uh, Marilyn Manson has turned himself into police for an alleged assault That he had where he spit on a videographer uh, during a concert Uh, aborted has posted a new single exhumed has posted fall u.s tour dates and metallica has announced a black album reissue to mark the 30th anniversary of their self-titled fifth album also known as the black album obligatory human destruction has released their self-titled album Witch Vomit has released a new EP, uh, Fear Factory has debuted oh. uh, some some more new music and you definitely want to check it out. I mean they're just this uh, one they released a new music video for the song Recode and I've listened to the whole new album uh, Aggression Continuum by Fear Factory. I'm going to be posting a, a review up to TheMetalDen.com here shortly but I can tell you it's a pretty cool album. I was pretty stoked with it. Uh, listened to it only one time all the way through. So I'm going to go again, listen to it a second time before I write my review. But um, I had there's some little bit of production issues I had with it. Um, some of the mastering that went on. and it's just some of the overall engineering. Uh, otherwise, the musicianship, uh, Burton's vocals, uh, you know, everything else in, in terms of the lyrics and stuff, everything else is... Is A-plus, but there's some other issues I I have and I'll I'll let you know about it and also talk about uh, Well, just the whole idea of fear factory not having Burton in the band anymore And what's going to happen with that if they're going to actually going to get another singer or What's really going to go on with that situation? Okay, so uh, before we uh, get rocking with some music uh, I will be back on fm Rock Radio Station, WQEE 99.1 with host Ryan O'Neill this coming July 1st, Thursday. So this coming Thursday, I'll be back on the radio again. Now, I've I've got um, a snippet from my uh, June appearance that I had right there in the first week of June. Uh, here just a few weeks ago, I did, a, I did a whole hour with Ryan talking about the Chris Cornell death investigation. And coming up on July 20th is the four-year anniversary of... Chester Bennington, Lincoln Park, his death anniversary. And that is, of course, Chris Cornell's birthday. So I will be uh, discussing on this new uh, interview that I do coming up July 1st with uh, Rise and Shine Morning Show in Atlanta, Georgia. We will be uh, talking about Chester Bennington and the whole John Podesta connection, uh, Pizzagate, all that stuff. I have a little snippet, like I said, that you'll hear here in a little bit during the podcast that is uh, going to get you up to speed on what I've been uh, reporting on Chris Cornell's investigation. It's just a snippet, so it's not the whole interview, but it'll give you a good uh, portion of it so you can really get the info that I was discussing and, and what's to come with the Chris Cornell death investigation. So I will be posting a new... Um, report part two for Chester Bennington coming up here right around the time of uh, well July July 1st it'll be posted then because that's when I'll be on the radio again we'll be discussing part two Chester Bennington the big sleep and Lucifer's witching hour so the stuff just gets heavier and heavier and crazier and crazier the facts start piling up like a mountain and the evidence and all the forensic science and everything i've got to back me up in all my theories on these situations so get ready it's gonna be heavy and it's gonna gonna bring the thunder that's all i can tell people there's gonna be some heavy stuff that's uh, exposed in these new reports and and, and as well we'll be concluding uh, uh, with chris cornell and his three-part report that re- that report's gonna be coming to a, a conclusion here as well so Definitely keep your eyes out. Uh, spread the word. Really appreciate everyone who is, you know, sharing on Facebook and Twitter my reports and my different uh, YouTube posts and my podcasts and everything out, you know, out there that I'm doing. I really appreciate you spreading the word. Okay. All right. Let's get rocking with some music.
0: A system we once knew. Our values were twisted and defiled by the machine. But resistance is growing stronger. We will fight for our future. Humanity depends on us. Do not let our enemy prevail. If you are listening to this, You are the Resistance.
1: Brothers, Randy. Hey, brother, how's it going? Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty
2: good today. Just trying to get everything back to normal. All right. All right. Yep. 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 Uh, it's been a beginning of June that, that uh, if Hopefully, everybody's gonna start spending money because I'm about damn tired of dealing with these people. What's going on? <laughs> what? What's going on? Um, I need people to start, I need advertisers to start buying advertisements, and you know, sitting around here and, and uh, investing in their self and investing in people that, you know, that should be, uh, uh, you know, pushed out of society mm-hmm. because of their 1975 mindset. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I'm still reeling from that whole I'm, dude, I'm still reeling from the whole thing where I had these two guys working for me, and they are going over and hanging out with a bunch of one's black, by the way, which is weird. Going over, and running, hanging out with a bunch of racists because, uh, you know, or whatever. I mean, I'm still reeling from that dude because I'm sitting here busting my ass, and my poor wife is uh, she got into it. she she she's got it. She, Her back is broke she uh, and everything and i can't get can't get no
1: help
2: yeah you know i can't get nothing going on and it's, it's costing it's costing a lot of money and i need these people to support the station and they they keep on saying they want a local station and all they do is support after they had that tornado over there and let me tell you something after they had a tornado to hit them mm-hmm. it was the nice side of Newton that got hit Mm-hmm. I had a I had an African young African American man come in here. I was on one of the other shows on this station, and he was talking. He was kind of talking about that. He was like, "Anytime something happens, they'll make sure they help downtown Newton and this side of Newton out, but they won't go to the Highland, which is basically the project. Mm-hmm. And anytime something's damaged or anything happened over there, they don't they don't raise any money for them. And man, they're sitting here bringing in Alan Jackson." to raise money for these people. right? Yeah, so, you know, and, look, man, I'm, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm starting to see how they treat people around here. I'm not worried about how they treat me, but I'm starting to see how they treat people around here, man, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. I thought we were, I thought we were past all that, bro. I really did. Do
1: you have your, your mask mandate still in place?
2: No, we're good. You're good? Okay. Yeah, our governor pulled all that out. Uh, he says it's a choice whether you want to or not. He said no one needs to. Um, but, you see, that's the thing. We shouldn't even be fighting over that, man. If people want to wear masks, that's fine. If people don't want to wear masks, fine. We should just leave it alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why is it? Yeah, that's, if, if the person's the a person's going to wear a
1: mask, I mean, you know, people wore masks before this. Yeah. You know, older people, you could see older people yeah. out in public that would wear a mask. Exactly. Because, again, it you know, once you start getting a certain age, or if you've already got an existing issue with, a, uh, you know, with your breathing or whatnot, wear a mask.
2: Yeah, and, and, then, and now a lot of people are doing that. I mean, the older people are doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand, I, I mean, they've been doing that once because of flu season and stuff. I mean, we should just leave those people alone. I mean, if you don't wear a mask. Man, these people. I don't
0: know. These well, they've got here.
2: They've got uh,
1: June Fourth, which is what tomorrow is. What, uh, uh-huh. Governor Governor uh, Greg Abbott had um, he his executive order, um, basically is prohibit. He prohibits the state government uh, entities such as the counties, public school districts, public health authorities and government officials from requiring mask wearing. Um, in the in the schools, now that was, right. that was announced back on May 21st, and that if any local governments or officials were found trying to impose the mask mandate, they could be subject to a fine of a, up to $1,000. I mean, first and they're
2: going to find you for not wearing it, and now they're going to find you for wearing it. The I executive
1: mean, really? order that goes in place tomorrow <laughs> is the one... Um, that would you know it's 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 at the at the school level, so um, I, it'll
2: you be know, I just think it's all stupid. I don't know why they want to control people that bad. They should just say, if you want to wear it, you can. If you don't, you don't. Because we live in a free country.
1: Well, they're pushing the vaccine, and so if they can get, if they can continue um, to play around with this. You know, it, it helps that effort to get more people on the vaccine. And, well, uh, some
2: people, some people, honestly, and it's not because the vaccine is bad. It's just some people out there can't take that, so they can't take the flu shot. Yeah, you know, there's just some people out there that it will make them sick and probably kill them. There's some people who have had the flu shot that during flu season, and that's what killed them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we need to let people make a choice to do that. I know that the government's pushing for everybody, as many people, to do it because. Yes, we are definitely in probably the worst recession we've been in since the Great Depression.
1: Oh man, it's probably worse, bro. And that's the scary yeah. thing is on the on the surface level, you know what what's being done. You can't really necessarily tell. But first of all, nobody's reporting on the mainstream news. They're not reporting the hardcore stories of what the people that are losing their jobs or homes. You know.
2: Um, yeah. No people are losing, and then and then they then they want to fuss about these poor people. And look, I, I talked about this this morning a little bit, but these kids, this next generation of kids, they ain't playing. They gonna sit at home. They gonna get their unemployment from the state and federal government until they find them a job that's fifteen dollars an hour, because um,
1: which you're not because, gonna, you're not gonna find any of those. A lot of the jobs out there are, are straight commission. Yeah, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking uh, Ford. Uh, any of these places you go try to sell a car now or anything out there sales and what? it's straight commission. Yeah. It's all straight commission. Yeah, I, know. I so know. they and they these places since the COVID hit, a lot of these places, they've completely lost their telemarketing rooms or any of their sales rooms or whatever because the, you know the people uh, people split, you know they got the unemployment. Um, once all that stuff hit and they were put, a lot of them got put on furlough. And they did that too at the at the at the uh, car sales level. You know, a lot of people just, uh, like you said, they're they're on assistance um, for however long they can be, and um, and so it's just it's. But a lot of those job, a lot of those jobs, just uh, anything of, of a guarantee. A lot of those things have just gone away, man. Well, I man, the away.
2: Kia plant here is like forty five miles from me. They are limiting people going to work working there. They're not building cars, man, because if they if cars are not selling, they can't build them. Right. So they've got people on on short time, as they would call it in the South, short time, and uh, and they're not, you know, and and, and right now, like I said, anybody's got a job needs to be happy with what job they got, even though it's not paying much. And anybody that doesn't have a job, if they're on, they need to be on an unemployment until we can get everything back to normal because it's not going to get back to normal. I mean, that's why the big bands ain't going out to twenty twenty one because look, dude, we can go see.
0: Oh, no, they're not 30
1: going 30 out 30 till 2022 30. now. I mean, look at Motley Crue. I mean, they are they like I said from the outset of this. Uh, that you know that was—that's—that's uh, uh, that's what's going on here. I think next year is is the uh, is is the big. Well, that's because nobody can afford to go see Motley Crue for the prices no. they are. They, oh my god! They go no, to... they can't buy yeah. groceries. They're gonna go see Fat Vince Neil, you know, run around and, and seem like he's been shot. He sounds horrible. They shouldn't. They should not go back up on that stage.
2: I don't know why they're doing
1: it, but at the end of the day, it makes a lot of money. They've made a ton of money on it already. The the sales they got from it, and uh, all right,
2: well let's get ready to go on, brother. All right, go let's on. do it. Welcome back into the Rhino right Radio Mornings. Right here, seven thousand one we'll W on the Shoutcast shouting out loud. We're on the French Radio Network. We're also on Earth Rock Radio in New Mexico and the Navajo Nation. JC Force Network, WBRQ, Lagrange, WCEV, Lineville, Alabama, WDWC, the Talk of Andalusia, and WQEE, the home of the Walking Dead. Our guest this morning is the most, most electrified and most dangerous journalist in the business main man from the Metal Gen Magazine. We've had him on True Crime Thursday since uh, probably a couple of years now. I've been here now. <laughs> All time. Let's welcome Randy the Rocket Cody to the show this morning. Good morning, Randy.
1: Hey, good morning. How's it going?
2: I'm doing good, my brother. I hope you're doing very well on this True Crime Thursday. We're going to be ready to dive into our, our our show today. But I hope everything's going well. I know you're over there in Texas. and um guys are kind of opening up and we're kind of opening up in Jordan and all that kind of stuff so um we're, you and i we're not going to get into this you know we're talking about a little, little politics off the air and everything but uh let's talk about some real stuff that we want to talk about uh and that is true crime thursday and we're going to dive more into chris cornell and chester bennington this morning uh, i know you've got more details on this but let's begin with uh Let's begin with talking about that. Before we get into it, uh, uh, what do you believe, why do you believe that Chris Cornell and Chester Bennett's deaths are so connected? Because we spoke about these two guys in two, a previous episode separately. We, we spoke about how they were best friends. Why do you think their, their deaths were connected?
1: Well, uh, there's a whole lot of different things that you can look at in terms of uh, just right out the gate with the fact that that he was found hanging the same similar way that, that Chris was found, uh, two months later after Chris w- was uh, was found dead, but it was on Chris's birthday. So and then yeah, like you said, there was a real tight connection there. Uh, Chester was the godfather for one of Chris Cornell's uh, boys, uh, for his boy, and so. Um, there's a lot of lot of depth that goes below the, of what you see on the surface in terms of their their friendship and uh, what they were apparently doing uh, behind the scenes to try and thwart this uh, this elite pedophile uh, you know human trafficking situation that's that's been going on that got them into trouble, which as I told you before relates to uh, the Frazzle Drip uh, file. And, and that whole uh, thing relating back to um, Anthony Weiner and Hillary Clinton and, and Uma Abedin. So it, it it goes deep, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of things. But in terms of those two guys right there at, at the start, that was once Chester was found uh, dead, which is I have learned was actually on the satanic calendar, a very, very important, Ritual date. Uh, it's called the grand climax of all things, but that, yeah, that's what it's called. That date, if you look up on the satanic calendar, uh, that's uh, that period is very very important where, where that took place. And so between the July 20th and the 26th, and apparently that's uh, involves sexual orgy and um, and then um, sacrifice of a, of an adult male. So wow. that's what, yeah, that's what we're looking at. Is looking at different things that uh, relate to more of the occult understanding of, of how this could have happened, and uh, and so people just need to, you know, really the stuff that I talk about. Again, it's just it's a jumping off point for going deeper into these subject matters because I mean we're we're talking. This is just this scratching the surface on what's what's been going on. I mean, really it is, and we've been talking about this stuff
2: and several. Uh, throughout the last year and a half, uh, Randy it's just—it's just unusual in this situation. And we're not saying that everybody hundred percent, because there's good people in Hollywood. I'm not talking about in the industry. Anything, there's very good people in Hollywood. You were born in, in L.A., and There's a lot of good people there. Oh sure. It just—it just, it just, it just gets buried with all this stuff.
1: It's so, a I'm very happy. very small percentage. Okay, it's a it's a it's a very small percentage. Of the right. people that you see in these in these industries of, of any industry that are involved, uh, but, but but pertaining to Hollywood itself or or, the, or the, the music industry, yeah, there's a very elite one or two percent that belong to these secret societies, even that are the only ones who are truly in the know of what's going on, and uh, and there's a whole lot of blackmail at play to keep to keep the secrecy going. It's it's absolutely fascinating because they've kept it going for so long. They've got the cooperation now of the of the mainstream media in America and beyond. That they can they anybody like me who tries to to uh, come out and say anything and, and provide evidence that says otherwise to their narrative, you know you get you get uh, blacklisted, you get uh, censored. You know I got my YouTube shut down for the Metal Den and uh, and my Twitter with no strikes, no reasoning, just they shut them down. So I was presenting some pretty, pretty solid evidence that, uh, you know, I put up that evidence that uh, tied and connected the whole, uh, uh, the whole thing that was about the human trafficking going on with the mafia and, right. and, and the porn industry. So again, and what I can tell everybody, I've, and I, got, I, I went down deep for the past year and, and actually got very down deep into studying the porn industry and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on there. Now, is everybody doing something bad or hurting uh, or animals or kids or, or or doing sacrifices even in the porn industry? No. It's a very small percentage, but that small percentage, let me tell you, they're they're definitely partaking in this stuff. It's it goes back. It's old ancient stuff. Druid stuff that you have to understand has been going for a long, long time. And in a very very small element of these industries are the ones involved, and so they're very protective of keeping the uh keeping the, their narrative going, so that people keep the eyes off of the true human trafficking uh, atrocity that's going on right now in this world, not just in America, but all around the world. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you said that it was
2: a very small percentage because you know we get, we get a lot of times in theories that everybody's involved, but if everybody was involved, then we wouldn't be talking about Chris Cornell and Chester Vincent this morning. We, they would be if they were involved. They would be uh, dead. at for say, Chester was found dead by hanging the exact same way Chris was found, and it happened on Chris Cornell's birthday. We talked about this before. Two months after Chris died, what evidence do you have that Chris and Chester were indeed going to a house the elite pedophile ring?
1: Well, again, that's <clears throat> that goes back to the uh, the black book by Epstein that yes, we talked about. Black Mm-hmm. And that black book, um, there's another black book that I, I found out about through uh, my, my research on the case for the Black Dahlia uh, murder. And that goes back to 1947, and she had a black book. And she that, apparently that book had very similar type of thing. I mean, it tells you how long this pedo gate thing's been really going on. I and mean, we're talking over 70 years here in America. Um, that book has never been disclosed to the to the public by the LAPD. And LAPD uh, – L.A. is where I got the – I was the one to first get uh, Chester Bennington's autopsy report. Right, I, I right. was the first guy in the media, and I got that out of Los Angeles. So um, as I said, when I started really delving into the situation, I found out about the girl, the Black Dahlia, that got cut in half and found in a, in a, a lot in Los Angeles. Um, yeah. she, she was hanging with these really powerful Hollywood elite. Uh, like uh, John Houston, the director, uh, all these types of people that are, are now that I'm finding out are Maso- you know, Freemasons uh, connected. So it it people have to understand that again that it's a very very uh, sinister, very dark world. It's very very undercover, underground, if you will. A lot of this stuff is going on in, in ben- beneath our feet, uh, in dungeons that have been purposefully made to take. These human trafficking victims—that where they get them from all over the world—and uh, so this is what I think. Chris and, and Chester were onto something potentially. Um, whether they took oaths or not to join these secret societies, I don't know. I, I will never know. Uh, right. We will never know because that stuff is kept very secretive, very secretive. I mean, it's—it's it's, it, death is is orders. The same thing in the mafia. Read about right. the mafia. It's the same exact thing. And the mafia is just another arm of the Illuminati, but. If you take an oath and you, and you even think about opening your mouth and going against the Illuminati, you're dead. And people in your family are going to be dead. And so, and that's kind of what we talked about, the same uh, thing going back to the Brandon Lee uh, situation and Bruce Lee. And supposedly there being some kind of curse on those two. Um, Brandon kind of being against the typical Hollywood, you know, joining the, the whole uh, inner circle, if you will. Um, So that, you know, this is stuff that people are asking questions about. Why are these celebrities dying the way that they are and no real true investigations being done? You know, that in in, uh, Chris Cornell's situation, I was due to do a second interview with Detroit News after doing one about Chris. uh, Once Chester was found dead and they were totally committed to it and then all of a sudden pulled out of it. After, after, uh, you know, my reports were just so damning. You know, because of the fact that this black book with Epstein was just, I mean, it, it had Courtney Love in it, you know, uh, the Clintons, Trump, all these elite people. And, and when you start looking at what I did from a forensic standpoint, and I proved that Chris, there was no way that that Chris, uh, you know, was not, he was attacked. There's no way to say, based off the, the evidence with, you know, nine rib fractures, he was being attacked. And so he was fighting for his life. And so the fact that they will not release the video evidence, the police in Detroit, of the hallway camera that supposedly shows this bodyguard kicking in the door, which I later was able to through a forensic uh, testimony given by a a former, uh, not LAPD, but he was a former cop and a, and a, a locksmith expert. That there would have to been a lot more damage to the door for a guy that's literally 6'6, six, 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 260 pounds or so kicking through you know so there's a lot of a lot of things that should get people leaning forward and go well what really is going on there you know they they were able to successfully uh turn what i did with chester's uh investigation into a hoax and so uh i i got buried under under the hoax thing because if anybody knows and follows my site that's what I've done in the past. I've had fun with doing uh, April's Fools. Uh, like any of these other hard rock and metal sites, they'll put out some, uh, uh, you know, comedy stories. They're yeah, literally that's what they are. They're 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 totally comedy. I mean, you know, stuff about you know Vince Neil, you know, falling on a car and cr- you know crushing a car trying to escape a a fat clinic. Um, I mean, just all sorts of silly stories. And uh, but. You know when this came out and it was such a, a big thunderous boom. Uh, I don't think people really. I don't think that they were expecting uh, for me to, to to be in the thick of it and and doing the stuff that I was doing to presenting the evidence I was presenting. And still to this day, nobody will touch me. Nobody will debate me. Nobody online anywhere. It's like a ghost town. Nobody will even comment anymore on any of my the stuff that I write because. First of all, I know that I'm right. And secondly, they just don't even want to attempt to debate me because, frankly, I think they're frightened of me because of the knowledge that I have. And so people will say, you know, that, oh, you know, you must be a a witch. You must be part of this secret society stuff, too, if you have all this knowledge. And it's like, well, no, the really frightening thing about all this is that they put all this stuff out in the open. The stuff that I'm talking to y'all about has been already has been out there. I'm not the first guy to talk about all this stuff. I'm the first guy to solve them. Straight up right. solve these cases, and uh, and and solve the Black uh, Dahlia, the the Jack the Ripper case, uh, and and the Zodiac Killer case, uh, all within a year of each other. And nobody will interview me. Nobody will. Nobody at any of these major news states. They won't touch me anymore. I was on Yahoo. I was in Detroit News. I was circulating a newspaper. But as soon as right. I started dropping the hardcore facts, of, look, man, you guys. You guys, the ball's in your court now. You've got video. You've told us you've got video. Show us the video. That's a straight up on it. Well, I tell you, the big thing about
2: this, it seems like ever since we've been talking about this, and even going to be involved with Scott Wally here in just a few moments, they are investigating that again. looking we'll at that. The big thing that sounds like this to me, Randy, is it's all about the money. It seems like it goes all the way back to pushing people out that can say, hey, look, this is not right, let's go do things. Together.
1: That's a great point, man. It's a great point, bro, because that's where I believe Chris was. I believe yeah. Chris was pushed out on the tour against his wishes. Right. He was not happy. He did not have an album to promote. Yeah, I know, right? When do you, when do you put a, a major name like Soundgarden? I mean, Soundgarden's like the Beatles. That's how yeah, it's, big it's, they are. That's how big they are to the people like me who listen to this music die hard for the past 100 years, okay? Soundgarden's one of the I biggest They're you. one of the biggest bands of all time.
2: I agree with you. I agree with you. You don't, tell me about the, the,
1: you don't band put Chris Cornell and Soundgarden out on tour without an album. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, he was true. being he was rushed. He was being put out there now. We know that there was a blackout concerning the foundation with Vicky Cornell and the foundation money right when this is all going down. We know that there's uh, there's testimony there's there's been some testimony that related to the fact that Chris was potentially attacked by his wife before he left to go to the final concert in Detroit. Uh, that's why there was this, this head wound that could have gotten exacerbated by another attack by the bodyguard. Um, but this was left out of the autopsy report. this head wound. Which was also substantiated in a dispatch 9/11 uh, audio clip that I was able to uh, to get my hands on and share with everyone uh, online on YouTube, um, and 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 prove that indeed the guy that was attending Chris right there and was looking at uh, pronouncing him 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 DOA to dispatch says that he's cold to the touch all over from head to from his, his toe to to the tip of his head. That takes, I've told you before, forensically, that takes hours for that to happen. So he'd already been down for quite some time. So it pushes the whole timeline back to what they're trying to say when it, when he went down to when he actually did go down and who put him down. The only person that could have been in that room that we know just from the standpoint of the way that things were going at that time was his bodyguard because he was with him all the time. And so... That's, that's who we've got to look at. And that guy was connected to Heidi Klum. That was, you know, Martin Kirsten was was dating Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum wow. is connected to the whole uh, Victoria's Secret thing. Lex Wessner, you've got to look him up and all the stuff that's been going on with him as far as being uh, one of these elite pedophiles. And so it starts to dig a trench. You start to get, you're starting to go in deeper now than you ever could have expected Uh under all these uh, supposed truths which were lies and now you're starting to really see what the truth is and that's what the occult is it's as above so below it's it's a, it's a duality it's being able to deceive you and that's that is the way of lucifer
2: it is it is you know randy we're talking about this and we've we got randy rocking with us for the metal dead guy with 530. talking about the depth of Chester, Bennington. Chris Cornell, getting the truth out there for Chris and everything. and uh, We're going to talk with before in just a few moments. We're going to probably take a short break and come back and talk about uh, the link between felt and Biles and Lincoln Park. We'll get into that. And also, something with Lady Gaga. All this has got to come up, so stay with us as we've got the Rhino Radio Morning. Chris is on this True Crime Thursday. We've got Randy the Rocket Cody with us this morning. We are talking the real deal and bringing you the real news right here on the Rhino Radio Morning. All right, we're at a break, my friend. All right, man. Oh, man. I don't know how many people out there. I got a big old smile on my face when you said it's Clintons and Donald Trump together. I got a big old smile on my face. I was like, how many people out there are probably having an itchy fit right now? <laughs> No, don't draw
1: that. No, the Clintons didn't do
2: that.
1: Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's
2: about money.
1: It's about about money. money. It's about it's about taking control over his, over what was his. Look what look what she's doing. Look what Vicky Cornell's doing. to Soundgarden band. Yeah. I mean, they're battling. They're having to battle this woman, um, for control of even just their Facebook. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, and then people have to realize that when I tried to do an interview, one of the interviews, very first interviews I tried to do after I got uh, going on this whole thing, the, the guy for the podcast I was doing, he was contacted by Vicky's brother and told not to let me be on the show. Wow. You know, so it was like, okay, well, you guys, again, keep digging that trench. You know what I mean? it's It's okay with me. 'Cause I mean anyone with a brain in their head can see what's going on. So, you know, and he he got away with murder. The brother tell you
2: what if someone ever called me on sex baby, and I'll share money with
1: you. <laughs> well there that's is. that's the other that's the other thing is that, you know, um you know, everybody thinks that I've benefited somehow off of all all of this and that, that uh, uh that I'm an opportunist and stuff like that. it's, it's ridiculous, you know. Um, I haven't made any money off of, off of doing all this this work uh, on, on their behalf. Uh, anything that I did, as far as shirts that I may have produced that were Truth for Chris, Truth for Chester shirts, any any money I made, we, we just went back into my website. You know how expensive it is with uh, hosting and uh, pay, having to pay your domain fees and your, uh, you know your.
2: And you would think she would want you to, She would want somebody to find this out.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. And the same thing with Chris's mom, you know, I talked to Chris's mom by email, uh, and she just was like, she didn't want to have nothing to do with it, you know. She said that it was just all speculation and all this, and, you know, um, again, what people have to understand is that, sadly, is that in some of these situations, you know, the family is old school, old line, you know, bloodline to to all this uh, uh, Luciferian uh, stuff, and they they they'll they give up their own kids even to
2: because it. it Mom to be scared uh in everything why she don't want to do it. The wife is sufficient.
1: There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world of rock and roll music today. Especially heavy metal. Judas Priest. They get snubbed again by the Rock Hall of Fame. Maybe we need to send Rob Halford over there to suck the dick of the asshole running that place. We got Motley Crue coming out of retirement. Motley fucking Crue. Honestly, this is a train wreck all the way in my opinion. First off, these assholes haven't released an album in 12 fucking years. I guess they are a tribute band now, right? You got Vince Neil, their singer, who looks like he ate a water buffalo. What is it with these girls, girls, girls? Didn't they make enough money in the 80s? We swear to our fans, we're not coming back, they said when they retired, right? Am I right? Now Vince Neil their singer who can't even remember the damn lyrics when he is out touring solo, telling us he's getting in shape again. <laughs> Yet this video comes out on YouTube where this joke of a drunk wishes this kid happy birthday. And he's slurring words, forgetting how to even speak properly. And someone actually paid him for this. I'm not making this up. Let me give you some advice, Vince. Do everyone a favor, and do some damn sit-ups, you tub of lard. Seriously. I, I sure as hell don't want to see Vince drop dead from a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Didn't anyone learn from Elvis Presley? He died in his bathtub after eating too many PB&J sandwiches. Come on, people. It's the same thing all over again. Well, I catch a lot of heat online for poking fun at Vince Neil. You know, I write these satire articles. Everyone gets mad at me. Vince Neil undergoes stomach removal surgery. Oh, Rocket, you're such a jerk. Stop making fun of our Vince. Your Vince? When did you become a family member? Did Vince go out and adopt all of you schmucks when I wasn't looking? That must be who, who is overfeeding this hippo. He's got 10,000 family members all of a sudden. That's my Vince. Leave him alone. Tell you what, I'll stop making jokes about this walking tent with a live wire shoved up his ass when he starts taking things seriously and gets in the gym and starts working out like everyone else who is battling weight issues, okay? Does that make sense to everyone? You're fat shaming him. It's not right. I'm sure Vince does feel ashamed and he is fat. So how am I the bad guy here? Vince Neil is so fat I heard he ran away from home to join a circus as the fat lady. Vince Neil is so fat his entire band are gonna wear fat suits on the stage to make everyone look the same. Vince Neil is so fat when the band walks out onto the stage he has to be catapulted behind the microphone Vince Neil is so fat that instead of singing on the stage, he's going to be hoisted up by the Goodyear blimp. Vince Neil is so fat that his belly now has its own zip code. Vince Neil is so fat that Jenny Craig turned him away for being a lost cause. But let's stop all the fun with fat jokes and listen to what Vince Neil has to say. Have an issue with eating too much and that's that's gonna pr- pr- present a problem for me running around on the stage and trying to sing y'all know I got difficulties trying to do that as, as, as it is but weighing damn near 500 pounds obviously I've got I've got to lose a little bit of it before I do get back out on the stage and and I would really just appreciate it if if uh, everybody would just tell this this rocket fell over at the metal den to, to get off my back. Really, I I haven't done nothing to nobody recently. And
0: uh, I just, I, re- I really... I just want to me I just want to be Vince Neil. I want to be Vince Neil for everybody, okay? I'm gonna be Vince Neil. Motley Crue, remember me? Surprise! <laughs> Give me a break, oh, I'll lose one. Oh, God. oh God. it hurts, man! It hurts.